Wrath. Sing, goddess of the ruinous wrath of Peleus' son Achilles, that inflicted woes without number upon the Achaeans, hurled forth to Hades many strong souls of warriors, and rendered their bodies prey for the dogs, for all birds, and the will of Zeus was accomplished. Sing, from when they two first stood in conflict, Atreus's son, lord of men, and godlike Achilles. Which of the gods then set these two together in conflict to fight? Apollo, son of Leto and Zeus, who in his rage at the king raised a virulent plague through the army. The men were dying because the son of Atreus dishonored the priest Chryses, for he came to the Achaeans' swift ships, bearing countless gifts to ransom his daughter, holding in his hands on a golden staff the wreaths of Apollo, who strikes from afar, and beseeched all the Achaeans, but mostly the two sons of Atreus, marshalers of men. Sons of Atreus, and you other strong-grieved Achaeans, may the gods who have homes on Olympus grant you to plunder the city of Priam, and reach your home safely. Release to me my beloved daughter. Take instead the ransom, revering Zeus's son who strikes from afar, Apollo. Then the rest of the Achaeans all shouted assent, to respect the priest and accept the splendid ransom. But this did not please the heart of Atreus's son Agamemnon, and violently he sent him away and laid a powerful warning upon him. Let me not find you, old man, near our hollow ships, either loitering now or coming again later lest the god's staff and wreath not protect you. The girl I will not release. Sooner will old age come upon her in our house, in Argus, far from her homeland, pacing back and forth by the loom and sharing my bed. So go, do not make me angry, and you will return the safer. Thus he spoke, and the old man was afraid and obeyed his word, and he went in silence along the shore of the tumultuous sea. And going aside, the old man fervently prayed to Lord Apollo, whom lovely-haired Leto bore. Hear me, god of the silver bow, you who stand over Chrysi and killer most holy, you whose might rules Tenedos, god of plague. If ever I roofed over a temple that pleased you, or if ever I burned a sacrifice to you the fatty thigh bones of bulls and of goats, grant me this wish. May the Danaeans pay for my tears with your arrows. Thus he prayed, and Phoebus Apollo heard him, and set out from the heights of Olympus, rage in his heart, with his bow on his shoulders and his hooded quiver. The arrows clattered on his shoulders as he raged, as the god himself moved, and he came like the night. Then, far from the ships he crouched, and let loose an arrow, and terrible was the ring of his silver bow. First he went after the mules and sleek dogs, but then, letting fly a sharp arrow, he struck at the men themselves and the crowded pyres of the dead burned without ceasing. 
Nine days the shafts of the god flew through the army, and on the tenth, Achilles summoned the people to assembly. The goddess of the white arms, Hera, put this in his mind, for she was distressed for the Danaeans, since she saw them dying. And when they were gathered together and assembled, Achilles of the swift feet stood and addressed them. Son of Atreus, I now think that staggering back, we shall go home again, if we escape death, that is. If after all war and plague alike are to rout the Achaeans. But come, let us ask some seer, or priest, or even an interpreter of dreams, for a dream too is from Zeus, who may tell us why Phoebus Apollo is so greatly angered if perhaps he faults our vows and sacrifice, and whether receiving the burnt fat of sheep, of goats without blemish, he may somehow be willing to avert our destruction. Thus Achilles spoke and sat down.